0: Mamma mia piccolo, the albatross has a devil of a cross to bear. Wrong words, wrong words. Hello and welcome. It's good to see you. You look great. It's good to see you guys again. Happy New Year. I mean, there's so much fat to get to chewing. Uh, You know, never mind the politics, because, I mean, I try to... That will just drive you insane. And, you know, I try to avoid that at all costs on this show. Uh, We may drift into it once in a while, but there's so much more fat to get to chewing than just politics. I mean, since we last met, we got together, we, have, we got Kevin Spacey, we got Bill Cosby struggling in prison, we got Meghan Markle family affairs, we got, the Oscars still haven't called me. Uh, hello? I'm here for you, have been waiting for you, just DM me, at JeffyMRA. Uh, we got to go over movies and shows we've watched over the holidays, and uh, tomorrow I'm going to tell you about uh, uh, a contest I want to have here on Chewing the Fat. Uh, with prizes, by the way, yeah, that's right. We're not gonna have a contest without prizes, duh. Uh, but I want to have our own chewing the fat bird box challenge. Okay, and uh, I'll tell you about more about that tomorrow, because uh, you know, if you don't know what bird box is, you have until tomorrow. Do your homework. It's a movie, and there's also challenges going on. And I could go into so much more. But I'll do that tomorrow uh, for the uh, Chewing the Fat Bird Box Challenge. Uh, so uh, be ready for that. Thank you for coming along for the ride. I meant what I said. You look great. It's good to see you. I, uh, at one point, uh, I'm sure many people thought that I wasn't going to see you again. Um, but please, there was never a doubt. All right? I mean, other people may have doubted it. But not me. And that's a fact. And so, uh, I might as well dive in. (sighs) Dive in to holiday heart attack. The day after and the day after Christmas. I woke up. The day after Christmas, and I had, this, I had this pain in my chest. I didn't think much about it. I just thought, ooh, that's not right. Oh, man, kind of hurts. Then it went away. I'm fine. Yeah, the family's been sick. The kids have been sick. People running around. You know, it's Christmas. We've been going crazy. I finally got some time to stop. I'll be fine. The day after the day after Christmas, I wake up. A little pain in my chest. Ugh. Oh, man, that hurt. I don't know what that's coming from. That's not right. Hindsight is always 2020. Probably should have said something. But I didn't. Goes away. Fine. So the 28th rolls around. That's the day after, the day after, the day after. You with me? I know you are. Please, other people think you're not that bright, but I knew you were there. Um, I wake up, pain in my chest. This time it's a lot stronger, and it's not going away. And it continues. And I'm sitting on the side of the bed thinking to myself, this is not good. Please go away. This is not good. Please go away and i start to uh sweat more than usual more than my usual jeffy sweat and i'm still kind of on the bed half up i can't get comfortable i'm sitting i sit up i can't get comfortable the pain is still in my chest i lean back i try to lean back and lay back in the bed i still can't get comfortable the chest is still hurting i'm starting to sweat I'm trying to lean off to the left and only back over here on the pillows and just try to relax and try to get comfortable. No, it's not going to get comfortable because the pain in your chest is still pounding. And my wife, by that time, had shot up and said, what's wrong? Nothing. She comes around to the other side of the bed. I think I'm, I don't know, I think I'm having a heart attack. I'm not sure. All right, well, I'm going to call 911. No, no, it'll go away. It'll be fine. Then I but I feel like I got to puke. I feel like I got to throw up. I don't feel good. I'm still sweating. I'm white. I got no. Just uh, now that I can't get comfortable. The pain in my chest is still breathtaking. And my wife said, All right, I'm going to call 911. Then I. No, but that no, that that particular no. When I answer like this, no, that meant. Go ahead, call, get somebody here. Yeah, that was actually a no means yes. No, I won't go down the all the no means yes jokes that I have, but we'll just leave it at that. No meant yes. She calls nine one one. And I'm still, you know, I'm cold sweats, hot sweats. The chest is just excruciating like a is on my chest. I can't get comfortable. I'm leaning. I try to lean. Try to lean. Back. Try to lean over here. I try to lean forward. Okay, right here is fine. It's just a lot of pain. Just somebody coming. You call somebody. Well, she's on the phone with 911. Now, where we live, uh, not too long ago, was uh, one city, and it just changed over to another city. But the post office will still deliver to us uh, whether whatever city is on the envelope. It doesn't matter. It's the zip code. But around the corner, just around the corner, two houses, boop, 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 around the corner, uh, they actually have, like, two addresses, okay? Because these cities decided that they were going to, and this is where we're going to split up the lines. And I guess what, you know, for now, you'll get two addresses. Two, I for you, good. And uh, I mean, my backyard is really, for all purposes, in another city. So she calls 911 and, uh, oh, that's not, uh, you're going to be transferred. That's not us. Uh, Call 911. uh, You're having a heart attack. Yes, it looks like a heart attack. We try to get somebody there. Oh, that's not us. We're going to have to be transferred. So she gets transferred, you know, two or three times, and but and obviously they got there, you know. But the the EMTs and the fire rescue were there in a reasonable amount of time. I couldn't tell you how long my wife would be able to tell you, you know, uh, the time. I'm guessing five to eight minutes. Okay, not, and that sounds like a long time. So maybe it was faster. I don't know. They were there. I just know that finally she got through. Talk to the people on the phone. They sent emergency rescuers, and they showed up. So I know that it was hard. You know when you're on when you're calling nine one one and you get oh that's not us let me redirect you. You I mean you're already in a state of calling nine one one right. So no matter how long it took to redirect you, it's too long. But it went you know they they did it did go by pretty fast. It did, it, it, they have good things to say about them. The bad things I could go on and say. I mean, we're we're still redirecting people for the nine one one. Are you kidding me? What are you doing? You know, you don't have this figured out. But I digress. So, in they come, and they're you know ripping my shirt and put testing me out. And he says, oh, you think you're having a heart attack, right? yeah, yeah. Where does it hurt? My chest. Where the hell do you think it hurts? No, no, no we know that, sir, but uh, we just wondered, does it hurt anywhere else? Um, no, and that's why we called. I'm having a heart attack. Okay, That's the whole thing. They, and they didn't have a lot of humor. When, when I, where does it hurt? My chest. That's the guy goes, oh, no, we know that, sir, but, I mean, is there any place else we'd like to be more specific? No, my chest, okay? So they put the, you know, they put all the meters on, they start taking blood pressure, they're putting, uh, giving me uh, giving me meds under my tongue and uh, nitro under my tongues, and, uh, yep, you're having a heart attack, and we're going to get you out of here. And they had to rip the shirt off, and they cut one of my favorite sleeping shirts, is very, very disappointed in the whole thing right there. It kind of ticks me off I think the fire rescue owes me a shirt. Uh, Apparently, a couple days later, when my wife finally came home, you know, after the hospital and stuff, it was still on the floor wet. So, it was just like the regular shirt. But it's all ripped up and I can't wear it anymore. Maybe I'll take a picture and post it online and let you see the former shirt that somebody at fire rescue owes me. A shirt. Okay? So... Now, they, the way our house is set up, is pretty difficult to get the gurney into our bedroom. I mean, you could obviously do it if, it was an, if you absolutely had to do it. But they brought in, a, you know, we've got 8,000 wheelchairs from the in-laws at the house. And uh, we've got, uh, I don't even know if they used one of their wheelchairs or ours, to be honest with you. I just know that they brought a wheelchair into the bedroom so that they could back me out into the, past the dining area. And then the gurney was there in the family room area. To shoot me out of the house and I remember getting up and sitting on the you know in the wheelchair still with all the you know gadgets and bumming we're going to go we're going to go and they're deciding where they're going to take me as they're backing me out what hospital they're going to go to and uh, they picked one that was the closest and had uh, a cath lab ready for a heart surgery lab okay uh, you know anyway, take me where I they don't have one of those so I have to be transferred that's what I want okay so, uh, uh, anyway, they, because they had said originally, they told, they asked my wife, which hospital do you want to go to? And she was like, well, which one is the best and closest, best and closest. I mean, that's a, that's not a tough call. Best and closest. And cause they had originally, they had picked what hospital they were told was quite a ways away. And I probably, I would have never made that. I would have, I would, I never would have made that ride. Uh, so they said, well, this one here. And my wife was like, well, then that's the one you're going to. And so up on the gurney I go. And, you know, it's cold outside for Texas uh, on the 28th. So I've still got, I've got my pants rolled up. I've got, uh, cause I, was, I think I was wearing shorts. I was wearing, my, I was wearing my very comfortable long pants, sweatpants that aren't really sweatpants. They're just comfortable cashmere. I've got those pulled up, you know, up my knees and uh, no shirt on and all those stickers. And we start wheeling outside and I'm like, uh, maybe a blanket. What do you think? A little cold out? Oh, you'll be fine. We'll get you, we'll get you in the ambulance. You'll be fine. Whatever you say. So I'm, I'm, I'm still, you know, in this heart attack mode on the gurney, man. I'm still kind of freaking out. I, I'm, I know where I'm at. I know I'm in my house. I know they're taking me into the ambulance. But I, you know, I'm kind of not really with it. I just want the pain to stop. I don't want the heart attack to stop. And, uh, you know, I noticed that they, uh, I, live on a, I live on like a little mound of dirt in Texas. So the road, when you turn onto the road the one way, you're going uphill. And that's where the ambulance stopped. So when they pushed me out, the uh, there's three guys. Only two guys. One guy goes around to the front. He's going through the front. The other guy goes along the side. He's throwing some stuff in the side. And they leave, they leave one guy holding me, starting to try to push me into the gurney only. He's got to try to push me uphill into the ambulance. There's, there's, a, there's a picture somewhere. And it's, it's actually, the picture is actually a little bit too late because he'd already kind of got a grip on it. Because in the beginning, he was, oh, oh, guys, guys, somebody want to help me with this fat man? Because had they had you let go, I mean, when you think about it in retrospect, had you let go, and I'm left rolling down the road on the gurney in heart attack mode, that would not. I would. I would say this. I would not recommend that. Uh, I mean, it's funny to think about happening, and it would be funny to see, you know, in a movie. Because in a movie, it's not real. Uh, in real life, it would not be funny. So I, they got me in the they got me in the ambulance, and I remember. I remember in the ambulance looking as they're taking off, I remember them putting another nitro underneath my lip, underneath my tongue, and I remember them uh starting to freak out a little and I remember looking out the window saying, Oh, this is the way they're going out of my neighborhood for what you know, I mean I'm looking out the back window going, Oh, they're going out of the neighborhood this way. And then I don't then the next thing I know we were getting out of the ambulance at the hospital. Apparently I'd gone off the deep end Uh, in the ambulance it got a lot worse so when I got to the hospital their plan was there was no ER there was no stop and check there was you're going straight into surgery Uh, the on call heart surgeon is already on his way you're you know we're we're making this happen now Uh, so we get out of the ambulance at the hospital in the ER and uh, they wheel me up to the sliding doors only the sliding doors don't open now hey I still don't have my shirt on by the way it 's cold i've just had i've just had gone in off the deep end so i 'm kind of still i know where i'm at i mean i know you 're laying on the gurney, and you've you know you've you're free you've having a heart attack you've got all this stuff going on, so you kind of know what's going on, but you don't and uh, so i know i'm at the i know i'm uh, we're going to get you inside you know they, those guys were great they were you know they're talking to you all the time, and their whole thing is we 're going to get you inside. And I get, to get you right in, and they get in, and then one guy says, It's not, it's, it's closed. What the hell? And he starts banging on, Let's go. And uh, so I remember seeing a nurse, I remember laying on the gurney facing the door, seeing a lady running up to the sliding doors, uh, you know, inside and, you know, waving her arms so that the motion sensor would open them. So for whatever reason, the motion sensor either A wasn't working or they had it shut off on the outside. And, uh, so there's i mean those seconds could have been <laughs> i mean my life was in their hands at that point point. and so then we go right into uh right into surgery and they're taking care of me hey we're gonna dox on his way he's gonna be here and one nurse i remember i'm laying there some of this pain going away. Hello, Jeff. I'm so and so. I'm going to be in there today. We're we'll going to be doing high surgery today. Doctor, so and so going to be doing this. You know, this is what I'm listening. To. This is what I hear. Are you with me? I mean, yeah, I guess. What do you want from me? You know, I will fix it. And uh, she goes. I just put a fentanyl patch on you. Uh-huh, you don't probably know about fentanyl. Uh, you know, that's in the news lately, and uh, a lot of big stories about fentanyl. And, I, and it, it, all the strength in me, a I couldn't strangle her, because my arms were down in her and b I couldn't speak, which I'm sure was a good thing for them at that point. But I mean, I just want to, yeah, yeah, to. Yeah, I just want. Yeah, I just want to say, I, I don't care about your stupid fentanyl being in the news story. Okay, I know it's in the news story. I don't freaking care. Put twenty five thousand patches on me right now. I want this pain to stop. I don't care. I don't care if you got it from. I don't care if you got it from uh, the cartel on one side of the border or the cartel on this side of the border. I don't care. I don't care if you ordered it from Walgreens or if you ordered it from CVS. Just put it on me. Make the pain stop. I don't care. So I don't know if she knew who I was. I don't know if she was trying to, you know, if it was a news thing or if she was just being conversational, trying to keep me involved in, you know, keeping me awake and alive. Either way. If that was the case, either way worked. Okay, Maybe both. They both worked. And then uh, I remember the doc coming in and uh, what they do is they lay you, they lay you flat and they go in the original, you know, when they don't open your chest, when they don't open your chest, they go in through your groin. And they, you know, they hook it up through your blood vein, through your groin, and you're up there, and then they're using, uh, you know, using their little, their little That's what I'm calling it right now. That's the medical professional I am. They're, they're using their little Inside you, fixing your heart. And uh, I'm sure that's what they call it. It's 100%. I could be a doctor. And uh, I remember afterwards, the doc um, and I was told that I told the doc this, and everybody started laughing. I, I barely remember it, but the doc showed me a picture and said, hey, this is what your heart looks like. Uh, before we went in, we got it all cleaned out. So I was gone then, right? I mean, then I'm gone, and they're doing the surgery. out, gone. And they, they all, I mean, they obviously did wonderful work. I saw the, I saw the, the, the post pictures. Thank you. appreciate it. I wake up, I'm waking up after the surgery and the doc says, hey, here's the picture of your heart. He shows me a picture, which I thought was my wife's phone because I wanted that picture so bad. And I still want that picture so bad. Apparently, it was on the doc's phone. And now I got to go through records and I've got to go through this, jump all through these hoops to get these pictures. I just want the picture. But it's a picture of my heart with the blockage. and it's this big black blob of where it was 100% blocked. And yes, that's correct. I had uh, 100% blockage in one, uh, 50% blockage in another one down a little bit farther to the left off of that one. And then on the right side, there were a couple that were 30, 40, maybe 50% blocked. But I just found that out yesterday, actually, because the heart doc was like, well, yeah, they, they put a stent in the 100%. They cleaned that out and put a stent in and then the 50% on the offshoot of that one they went in and cleaned that out and scraped it out. And then the others uh the other two on the right side they let go. They didn't clean them out, they just let them be. They figured that uh you know because this was working so much better now that they'll just clean that out. And with the medicines and everything. So, uh as stated on the Glenbeck program, uh radio program earlier today, I have scrubbing bubbles in me now. And that is what's that is what's uh, solving my my heart clogged issues is um scrubbing bubbles for the heart so the doc wakes me up and he shows me that he goes this is your heart what well, it looked like before ah, we fixed it we want there, scrape this out he's pointed out and you know, i'm still out he's just talking to me to let me know what's going on and uh, then he comes around the other side of me and he goes so uh not gonna be any more cigarettes no more smoking and uh i and then i heard everybody laughing because uh when he told me that i'm laying there half out of it half dis- and I, I he said I no more smoking no more cigarettes F- you i mean i thought it was funny so did a lot of people in the, in the surgery room but i don't know if the doc thought it was funny <laughs> and i really didn't mean that as you know as a ba- in a bad way i meant that in a good way you know like Screw you. Why are you telling me that? I know I don't have to, I can't smoke anymore. All right. I got it. But I don't know how well that went over. As we move on to the recovery, uh, in the recovery room and they're taking me to the ICU. Uh, while they're wheeling me to the ICU, let me tell you that uh, I appreciate you listening to Chewing the Fat. And, uh, if you, uh, if you like it, you know what? I don't even care if you like it. Even if you don't like it, subscribe to it. All right? You don't have to listen. Just subscribe to it. I need subscribers. Subscribe to it. When it comes through, when you get the alert, delete it. But I need the subscribers, okay? So you're doing it for me. Thank you. So you want to subscribe, rate, and review. It's very simple. It's a very simple process. And I've made it easier for you because I know people are busy. You've got a lot of things to do. you got a lot of things going on. It's the first of the year. Uh, things are happening, so you don't have time to you know rate and review stuff. So instead of thinking about it and trying to think of something clever to say, something, uh, something good to say, something that you want to say that is nice, all you have to do is rate it 20 stars, write down best podcast ever, and you're done. You don't have to think about it anymore, okay? Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You can, you know, we'll give you the updates if you follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA, uh, Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio, and uh, look forward to uh, the contest uh, coming up uh, as we as we uh, progress here the next uh, few days with the uh, Chewing the Fat uh, Bird Box Challenge. Uh, more information on what you're going to need to do to win those prizes uh, coming up tomorrow on Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So I wheel into the hospital bed and obviously, you know, now I've got to lay flat for three hours because you can't bleed out because they've gone in through your groin and that's a major artery and if it starts bleeding again, you can bleed out or die. You got to lay there, be still. I heard that so many times I wanted to choke somebody. I got it. So you got to lay flat. So finally after three hours you know i never thought about this now the bed i don't remember moving when i had to lay flat so those people knew how to shut the bed off and i'll tell you about that in just a second because i never could get comfortable on the bed but the only time that the bed didn't wasn't uncomfortable i was uncomfortable the bed wasn't when when i when i was laying flat on the bed i couldn't couldn't sit up. I had to lay flat and had to wait for, you know, a little bit of the healing and a little bit of the drugs to go where they had made the incision to go in and, and work on the heart. So, uh, you know, I get done with that. And then you, they, you know, I can sit up and get out of the bed and they've got this bed that has these, it's, I don't know, air pockets. It's for, uh, it's for people who are going to lay there. They don't want you to get bed sores. Uh, if you're going to lay there for a while, they want you to keep the circulation going. So you know the uh, it's it's got the little balloon air bubbles all through the bed. So when you when you laying there and you make a move and you roll, oh that's comfortable right there. I could, I could lay like this for a while, and it blows up a bubble. So it changes the way your body is. So it's not comfortable now, and it's it's it goes off almost immediately. I mean, anytime you. Just a little. I just move my head a little bit. Now, my legs are perfectly comfortable. I've got them leaning up against the back of the hospital bed. I'm sitting up just right. i got to move my right leg. Okay, that's not comfortable. All right, so what if I if I just pick up my arm and lean it on the side of the bed? All right, so maybe I'll just, if I could maybe just kind of try to maneuver myself to roll just this way a little bit and get a little Okay, um, see if maybe the nurse knows how to shut this thing off. Hello, nurse. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> Can you I need come in? I can't. I, I'm on their. I'm on their fall list, right? So I can't get up without one of them in the room. And I've signed papers. Apparently, apparently, if you sign papers, it makes it so you won't do it. I'm sure they, I'm sure that they, they have studies that show. Uh, if they make you sign the paper saying that you won't get up without calling them, that the odds are better that you won't do that. Because for me, I got it. You told me, don't get up without me in the room. I don't, you know, I don't need to sign a piece of paper. I'm here for you to take care of me after my heart attack, after surgery. I don't feel good. If you tell me, don't get out of bed, or don't move, and don't get out, or, don't go move around without having one of us in the room with you, I won't. But apparently, some people do. And there goes the bed. So, oh, she comes in. I look, I just trying to get comfortable. I can't get comfortable in the bed. I'm trying to move around. Is there a way to shut this? Shut it off? I mean, watch. I mean, I'm trying to roll. I can't. It's it's never ending. And, you know, she doesn't know. No, I don't know. There's no way to shut that off. Well, there's one way to shut it off, and that's get me out of this bed so I'll just sit in the chair then I'd rather sit in the chair and put a couple pillows behind me and sit up straight or lean back or whatever and find a comfortable space there that doesn't have the every 10 seconds when I move just a little bit when I slightly roll to my right thinking this is a perfectly comfortable spot it's agonizing whoever thought of this bed I get it congratulations you're keeping you're keeping blood flow going keeping circulation going you're saving people from extra bed sores but the people that don't want to move and are only there for a slight period of time please for the love that all that is holy find a way to shut it off so somebody can get some sleep so i get out of bed i get out of the bed and i sit up and that's i thought was happy okay i'm good good it's not real comfortable but it's better than and you know the kids come people come to visit so since i'm sitting in the chair they you know they have to sit in the, the bed they're you know lit in the bed it's, it's close and we could talk but anybody that sits on the bed so it's, it's, it's ridiculous hey i just wanted to come in and see you i'll just sit out here and talk to you a little bit the whole thing is insane so then I'm like, after a little while, you know, you think, well, maybe I'll try to lay down. I got to lay down a little bit. You know, I can't I can only lean back so far in this chair and I got to get up and I can't get up. I can't get up to go to the bathroom, uh, to go number one without calling the freaking nurse. And then if I, I figured out a way to do that though, without calling her. So I'm good. Now they give you a little handcuff and you don't have to actually leave the chair and you're good to go. And I'm all about that. All about it. So I don't have to call them every time I have to go to the bathroom. Every time I have to go number one. And I'm sitting in the chair so I can still, I can lean back, lean forward, I'm good. And, you know, people that come to visit, I have them sit down by the end. But before I left, I mean, that was my enjoyment. People sitting on the bed. And they go, ooh, what's that? Oh, that's just a bed. Try to get comfortable because you can't. So by the end, the last day, the last nurse actually did have know how to fix it a little bit better. She put it on some kind of night mode. And it blows up all at once, like. I mean, they put it on some kind of night mode, and they all go, and it all fills up. But then once you lay on it, it doesn't go off. Okay, some kind of night mode, so it stays there, so it doesn't go off. So, but it still does. See, that's where they—that's where that's they lied to the nurse because it still does. It doesn't go off as much. You know, like every so often, you just get to sleep. Just be falling asleep. It's perfect. Just look down by the feet. Oh, you're kidding me. Alright, that's good. All right, I'm just gonna try not to move. I'm gonna I'm really comfortable. All right, so I'm in this new hospital. The new hospital. Brand new hospital. Brand new hospital. I mean, a million-dollar hospital. The room I live in is probably a million dollars. Right? Uh, whatever. It's Ten bucks, for all I know. I don't know what they paid for the joint. But it's a brand new hospital. And you'd think. You'd think that, A, the engineers would look at the bathroom. I, I can guarantee, I guarantee you not one of those engineers that designed those bathrooms ever used it and I hope that they have to use the bathroom that I had to use when they go into the hospital I don't wish them bad well maybe I do but not right now I just want them to use the restroom I don't care if they're sick or not but okay so as you go in it's a it's a beautiful bathroom a big beautiful bathroom it's a, it's in the ICU you know it's in it's a private room in the ICU it's got uh, the corner bathroom you open up the door and you can walk in it's got a walk-in shower Handheld, back in the corner where there's plenty of room. You know, what I mean, so you can move around. And you didn't get out of there. It's got the nice sink. It's got the motion sensor. Paper towels. The regular towels are off the side. The cleaning crew was excellent at this hospital. They all they all come in and write. You know, they put their goals up on the boards every day, and they come in and they write when they came through, and they ask if you're awake if they can come in and empty the trash. They're great. Everybody was great. They have the big nice elongated. Beautiful big toilet over on this side of the bathroom to the, le- to the left of the door. They've got the, the handles that you can hold on to, the long handle in the back to flush, the wipe, the whole thing, everything's beautiful. But when you go to sit down on the beautiful elongated sit up toilet, right where your right leg is, is the holder for the toilet paper. So there's no way to get comfortable. You're banging your leg, you can't sit on the toilet. Oh sure, sure. Laugh at me that I'm complaining about that. I'm telling you, that's a that's a creature comfort that we need to be de- they need to be dealt with, right now. Million dollar idea. Move it up ten inches. What do you think? I mean, it can't be that big a deal that somebody's asking for ten inches or more. You can take that home with you as a little joke from me. But it cannot be that big a deal. Now, they have, I see where they've designed where the handrails are. All right, so you grab the handrails. And so if they, they can't really move it up a full, the full 10 inches because of the handrails. So maybe you put it up above, just above the handrails, so that you can still use the handrails and then still reach the toilet paper from the, from the dispenser. But you would have room to, you know, sit down on the elongated toilet and not have to worry about cramping your legs up against this thing. That's my bathroom complaint. I would say fix it. That's my complaint. And, you know, when they call and say, hey, how was everything in the hospital? And I tell them that complaint. Oh, you know what they're going to do? The lady's going to, oh, yes, yes, we understand. We understand perfectly. Into the trash it goes guaranteed all the nurses all the doctors were were great even the doctor that i told f to off uh when i saw him uh the next day he came and checked up on me and uh was i said i'm ready to go home i gotta go and he was like give me a break man you just had a heart attack I was like i know but you know i gotta i gotta get out of here man and uh now, you know, we'll wait another day. We'll see how, we'll see how the echocardiogram goes, and uh, we'll, see. we'll wait another day. All right, good to see you. So he came to see me again, so I didn't make him too mad when I told him to F off. Uh, he did He did mention, he didn't say I told him to F off, but he did mention again, no smoking. So you know, that was his little, his little way back at me again. Uh, so then I had you know the visits with all the 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 air, the breathing guys and the nurses and the docs, and they all they all told me their big concern was no smoking period, uh, no smoking cigarettes, no vaping, nothing. You can wear a patch, you can chew the gum, but no smoking period. And the heart guy yesterday told me the same thing: uh, no you know just no smoking, which is, you know, look, and i haven't I haven't smoked for how many days is it what is it ten days now, eleven days. Uh, you know, I'm fine. You know, I, I, has it only been like 11 days? I guess so. Yeah. Uh, the dude, it's miraculous, miraculous. I mean, they, the hospital, you know, they were ready. The nurses were even like, well, he's, he's fine. Just get him out of here, doc. We're sick of seeing him. We're sick of dealing with him. Uh, we don't like him. Get him out of here. And so uh, as soon as I had the echocardiogram and they realized that uh, I was very fortunate that the damage to the heart. Um, wasn 't as extensive as could have been uh, which is good which means there 's you know still some still some action going on with the heart uh, can still you know get a little bit stronger uh, so you know you 're fine that 's what they were waiting to see is how much damage had been done to the heart uh, during the heart attack and during the cleanup effect but uh, still pretty good so at that point I was like okay get out and, uh, I had, uh, you know, I was hungry. I wanted to eat something. I was really, hungry. I hadn't eaten anything I was hungry. So the nurse, uh, i called the original nurse said, Hey, I just, I knew you'd be hungry. So I just ordered you a fruit plate and the fruit plate was actually really good. mean it was just big fruit. plate. you can't, it's tough to screw up a fruit plate. Right? and he's got apples and it brought me some yogurt you know some vanilla Greek yogurt which is really good to go with it and the blueberries and the pineapple and the cantaloupe and the bananas it was great I will say that Jason Butchel came to visit me he came in to see me and uh, so I'm, I'm sitting there laying in this bed and uh, I've got the I'm just opening up the tray of <laughs> the fruit tray and Jason walks in and looks at me and he's just like that's the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life you with the fruit tray. Sad. I thought I told him, just get out. I mean, why'd you even come? But well, the fruit tray was actually good. But then I decided, well, that's good, right? I said, you can't screw up a fruit. I said, well, maybe the food is going to be good too then, right? I mean, the fruit tray was tremendous. Ah, uh, no. Uh, no. I don't know who is uh, hiring the cooks or what they're doing at the new million-dollar hospital, but the food is not good. Period. I don't know what they used that they said were eggs, but those were not eggs. They did not taste like eggs. They were horrible. When I asked for toast, I want bread toasted, not just warmed and old. I want it toasted. Then I thought, okay, well, maybe, I mean, you can't screw up a steak, right? Boy, that's wrong. That That is wrong. Just so you know. Just so you know, it is wrong. You can screw up a steak. Uh, so, I just ordered another fruit. This is going to be bring me another fruit, play with a couple more yogurts. Fine. Let's live through that. Okay. Let's see. I can't eat this stuff. Uh, my wife actually brought me some uh, stuff from a local place that we go to that's close to that hospital. Uh, that's pretty good. And uh, so, I did have a little substance from some food that was actually made off campus. And then, uh, you know, all the... Uh, we had plenty of visitors and the doctors and the nurses. They all were really, really, really nice. And they they went out of their way. And I know it's the ICU and I know that's what they do. But um, they all, whether they did or not, made you believe they cared. And that was most important. Uh, when you're in that situation, uh, I know I heard some other people hollering and yelling and screaming. I don't know if it was from their pain or if they were mad about the nurse are mad about their coverage or whatever it was, but I had no reason to yell, scream, or holler. Uh, they they were great and did a, a wonderful job, and I really appreciate it. and And speaking of all of that, I mean uh, the uh, the outpouring on the social media and I, I uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, phone calls to my wife. Uh, Emails, uh, co-workers, Blaze family, friends, uh, you, you went out of your way to like a story and comment on it that my wife kept you updated on. You went out of your way to send me messages. I came in today and there's a stack of mail, uh, old-fashioned snail mail from people who have sent uh, letters and cards. I... I can't thank you enough I'll 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 reply to all the all the mail that was sent it was was overwhelming overwhelming it meant so much to me and so much to my family and fortunately you know the kids were home obviously it's the holidays and they're homeschooled but they weren't uh, we had been up late the night before and we had talked about getting up at the time that I was leaving on a gurney and I was going to make them smoothies we were going to get up and have breakfast and uh they uh they didn't get up then uh they had apparently they the alarms went off, and they both that morning shut the alarms off and uh you know didn't get up, so they didn't see me uh being gurneyed out of the house, which was good uh, they were not meant to see me being being gurning out of the house so it was that was that was one of the one of the good things the other thing is you know I never thought. Everybody talks about you know running through the wheat fields and your life passing before your eyes and uh, you know everything that's going to happen. I I never I never once as scary as it was and as much as it hurt and you know, I never I never once thought I was going to die. Not once. I didn't think it was. I, I didn't. I didn't think I was going to die ever. I, I was going through. I, we, I had this horrible thing. I was happening, and we were going to get it fixed and we were going to move on. I never thought. Oh, this is it. This is it. I'm gonna die. It's all over. I'm just, you know, I'm so sorry for doing this to you. Oh wait, I'm not sorry. I didn't mean that. It was just a joke. Of course, I'm not gonna be sorry about anything. <laughs> <laughs> what are you silly? Oh no. Anyway, it was just. Uh, it was a very, very that that whole situation was. Uh, when I think about it, was kind of strange because I, I never did think at all that it was that that was it. It was just something that was happening. I didn't have any uh I didn't have any out of fat experiences, uh any of that. Uh it was just uh down to business. I was this was happening and we were gonna get it fixed and get it out of there. And my wife uh was, you know, outstanding as always. Uh, and uh you know, your well wishes and thoughts and prayers were, you know, obviously used because i'm here so um, thank you for listening to chewing the fat and thank you for all your well wishes thoughts and prayers and uh, we'll be back tomorrow with another chewing the fat and this time we'll actually chew some fat i just wanted to share the day after christmas heart attack